happy Thursday. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Missouri Times hashtag MoLedge podcast. This is Rachel Herndon Dunn, the editor of the Missouri Times, and I'm here with my Thursday special guest, freshman Republican Representative Dale Wright. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I look forward to uh, getting to discuss the district in the 116th area of southeast missouri so you're the you're the new kevin engler right i am the new kevin engler and and i noticed uh, some similarities between yours and his careers you were both on the farmington city council we were uh, both city council he was a mayor um, and uh, he actually uh, talked me into doing this uh, a couple of years ago and uh, we really have one big similarity is we go to the same barber. We have the same hairstyle. So uh, <laughs> if those uh, out there know who Kevin Engler was and his hairstyle, uh, I've kind of got a, kind of the same kind of hairstyle. Oh, that's funny. So other than, um, I'm never sure whether to call him senator, representative. Representative. I, mayor, you know, whatever works that day for him. I just, oh, for just, him. Yeah, for him. Like, what do you Kevin. want to call today? <laughs> so other than... Kevin asking you to consider running. Why did you run for office? Well, uh, I've been involved with quite a few campaigns over the years, uh, national, regional, local, uh, but they were always about other people. And uh, actually, Kevin Engler approached me and let me know that he was uh, being termed out and uh, said that I was one of the people they would like, the party would like to see, consider running. And uh, it took me uh, a year and a half or so to decide this is something I should do. But uh, once I was in, uh, I was in, and I'm really excited uh, about serving. Um, I actually uh, uh, went to get my physical for the, uh, for the service and didn't pass it because of uh, asthma, and so I never did get to serve in the service. Uh, so I feel like this is maybe my way of serving, uh, serving our, our state, serving our community. Nice. I, I understand that whenever um, I come. Have you seen Forrest Gump? I have. Just conversationally here, um, <clears throat> there's a montage of Lieutenant Dan's family, yes. every generation, and, and that's my family. And it was <laughs> funny, because for Christmas, my mom got me an Ancestry.com thing, and I was like, oh, great. And I'm the first generation that didn't serve. Wow. And I was like, well, at least I can kind of do something. You're doing service now. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll yeah. act like this is you service. You bet. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll try and that's cool. That's cool. So you've been lifelong Missourian. I have. And you've been in Farmington your whole life? All my life, except uh, five years, I was in Rolla, Missouri. I used to be in hospital administration, and so I worked at Phelps County Regional Medical Center in Rolla. Nice. Let's talk about that. So you are, um, your, some of your colleagues have told me that you are the healthcare guy. Uh, yes, I've been in healthcare for about 47 years. And, uh, well, actually, it's longer than that now, I guess. But uh, started in 1970 uh, as an 18-year-old orderly, and then I was an ambulance driver, of all things. Now, how would you like to be in an ambulance with an 18-year-old uh, driving or taking care of you? It's, I think I'd prefer an 18-year-old. Oh, would you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I was doing well until, <laughs> until we picked up this lady who was about to have a baby. I'd never dr- delivered a baby, and so I was uh, in the back with her, and instead of me calming her, she was calming me. And, oh, that's uh, so funny. And so I said, ma'am, please, can you make it? And she kept stroking my hand saying, I think I can make it. So uh, that was the closest I ever had to having to deliver a baby. But uh, I was, that was probably the most nervous I ever was. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> so what has your career evolved into? What does healthcare executive, what does that mean? Sure. Um, well, I, as I said, I started off uh, taking care of patients. Uh, and then uh, this is at Mineral Area Hospital in Farmington, Missouri. Uh, and then when the contract between the county ambulance service and the hospital ran out, uh, we then they, they uh, let everyone go except three people. And they put one as a surgical tech, one as a respiratory therapist, and then I was the stock boy. So I would go into the warehouse and I would pick supplies up and deliver them to the floors. And then I would also receive shipments whenever new shipments would come in. Then I worked my way into the purchasing agent where I actually purchased the products. And then uh, I got into hospital administration. I went to school at Mineral Area College, got a, a degree in business management. And then I had several departments that would report to me. Uh, worked at Phelps County Regional Medical Center in Rolla and uh, worked there for five years. And then I was approached by a company called American Hospital Supply and they actually sold medical products and supplies and equipment. And they uh, wanted to know if I would like to sell for them. And I said, well, gee, I've never sold anything before. I'm not sure if I would do any, any good. They said, well, We'd like to base them in Farmington, Missouri. Well, that was home for me. So I said, well, maybe I can sell. <laughs> so I, I sold medical supplies for about five years. And uh, funny story, my very first year, uh, well, with American Hospital Supply, if you didn't perform, they got rid of you. And so uh, I was one of like 2,000 salespeople across the United States. And uh, the very first year, I ended up third from last in sales. And so they didn't think that was funny. So uh, anyway, I decided I will never be last or close to last ever again on anything. And uh, within about five years, I uh, got to the very top and got the Rising Star Award. Nice. And uh, so I was able to do that. And then um, our company had some changes and then uh, they wanted to change some, some territories around and that affected me and five other 500 other of my closest friends and uh, so we all found ourselves looking for more work so I went to work for another distributor as a regional vice president for them then I got recruited again out of uh, Cape Girardeau a company called Health Services Corporation of America and what they did was group purchasing where okay. they they would combine lots of hospitals purchases together and maybe create a maybe a a $50 million order and then they would go out to suppliers and negotiate to get their price down to get all that volume. So I did that and worked my way up to vice president of the company and um, then I had the opportunity of going to work for a manufacturer of medical supplies. Uh, NIMED was the name of the company and we made sterile procedural trays. So anytime you'd have an IV put in or a small surgical procedure with instruments and so on, you open up one package. Everything to do that package, everything to do that procedure was in that package. The reason that's neat is it takes up just one spot on your shelf in storage, and instead of having to sh uh, for nurses and, and office help to have to charge for each individual item to get reimbursed, there was just one charge. So that was a time savings. And uh, so anyway, we, we we made those products. Well, I ended up with some other people buying the company after a, a, a time 
and we built the company up and then sold it to my old company, American Hospital Supply. And so, uh, so uh, here I was back with them, working for them again, and uh, they decided to move, and, and this was a, a we, we actually built a brand new state-of-the-art factory building in Farmington, in the industrial park. And uh, when we sold the company, they promised to bring other uh, businesses there because it was such a nice building. <clears throat> but then as there was a, a change in personnel, people got tired of flying into St. Louis and then driving to, to Farmington. And so they closed Farmington down and moved everything to Chicago. And uh, so I'm probably the only person ever in the history of American Hospital to leave twice. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, I uh, was recruited again by a company called um, Amerinet. And Amerinet was another very large group purchasing organization. And uh, I uh, went in as president of their private label company. And uh, so what we would do was we would, we would partner with people like 3M or Johnson & Johnson or Kimberly-Clark or, or, or companies like that. They would make the product but put our name on the product as if we were the manufacturer, and then our 90,000 clients, whether it would be hospitals, clinics, nursing homes, home health agencies, would buy that product, and it would have our name on it. So it, it actually gave us name recognition. We actually made a little more money, and then the, the members uh, of our group, our 90,000 members, actually saved a lot of money. Uh, I actually uh, then was able to uh, work my way up to the COO, CCO, Chief Contracting Officer, which is essentially a COO of a company. Uh, so I was a chief operating over operations. Uh, and so I did that for a while, and then our company was owned by a company in Utah and a company in Pittsburgh. And the company in Utah bought the whole thing with designs to maybe move things out to Utah. Well, I was staying in Farmington because my kids and my grandkids were in Farmington, and so I stayed, and um, anyway, I uh, uh, was finished in, in August of 2015, and then that is when Kevin Engler approached me and said, what would you think about running for state rep? And uh, funny story on that one, uh, he worked on me for about a year and a half to two years, and uh, and I said, well, I, I just haven't made a decision yet. And he uh, finally said, well, we've got to have a decision. If you don't want to do it, I will have someone else do it. And I said, well, if I have to make a decision today, the, 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 the answer is no. And he said, well, tell you what, come up to Jefferson City and look around and we'll introduce you and then you make your decision. I said, okay. So my wife and I came to Jefferson City and got to meet lots of wonderful people. And then about midway through the day, he said, what do you think? And I said, you know, Kevin, I just don't think this is for me. And so he said, okay, well, when we have people here at the, the Capitol, we always introduce them as special guests. And so I said, okay. So it was my wife and I. And so uh, Representative Engler uh, raised his hand, and he, he said, they called on him. He said, Mr. Speaker, uh, <clears throat> I have two special guests today. I have Denise Wright. She just retired teaching English at Mineral Area College for, for many years, and this is Dale Wright. He's going to be replacing me. <laughs> and so I said, Kevin, I think you misunderstood me. I said, I probably wasn't going to do this. And he, he said, Mr. Speaker, he just whispered to me. He confirmed he's running. And so that's how I got started. <laughs> 
but once I will tell you, Rachel, once I'm in something, I'm in to win. And so I ran, and I'm I'm so excited. I, I you know, when you stop and think about it, 163 people have the honor and privilege of representing six million people. What an honor! And when I come down the hill into Jefferson City, I get goosebumps by looking at the building, even though it's wrapped in plastic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but but what an honor uh, and uh, that only a few people get to do. So I'm so privileged and blessed to get to do this. So you're here now. I am. It's the end of your second week. Yes. You haven't filed any bills. I have not. What's your plan? Well, I have one that I'm looking at. Um, whether I co-sponsor it, sponsor it, I don't really care. I don't even have to have my name on anything, but it's it's an important one. And it's has to do with expanding uh, nurse practitioner privileges. It's something that I truly believe will provide, especially in rural Missouri, provide more access to health care for outstate citizens. Uh, It will reduce health care costs and then it will also improve patient outcomes. And uh, our state is behind uh, 28 other states in expanding um, privileges for nurse practitioners. Um, and so I've, I've actually um, visited with the Missouri Hospital Association. Actually yesterday they were here again. Uh, groups of physicians I've spoken with again yesterday the nurse practitioners uh, group. I've talked to the nurse anesthetist group to see what they think about it. Um, so everybody is in agreement this is something that we should do. Uh, there's just one challenge there is where do they report? Is it to the Board of Healing Arts, which the physicians report to, or is it the Board of Nurses? And there's, we, we don't have a lot of agreement there yet, but I hope to get there fairly soon. But it's something I think we need to do, again, especially in, in rural health, uh, uh, rural Missouri, we need to expand our health care um, uh, opportunities. I, uh, just since I, I've only been in Jeff for six years, a minute with term limits, but just since I've been here, they've expanded telehealth. Yes, they've expanded that's huge. the rights of dental hygienists, nurse anesthetists. I was <clears> have to say that very slowly. It, it's just amazing. And I'm not from a rural area originally, and I don't really understand healthcare. It's on my list to understand. As well, as well, as I've looked into this, uh, I learned that uh, uh, Representative Schroer, Nick Schroer, was is looking at this by filing a licensure bill to apply to this, and then I believe um, Representative, um, I I forgot who they who they are right now, but uh, I, I'm going to try to meet with them uh, to talk about the licensure um, expansion. So, um, I think it's uh, Representative Kelly, Hannah Kelly, I believe. She's lovely. She's a good lady, and uh, I believe... She's right across the hall from you, right? She, she is, and I'm going to be going across in a few minutes to talk to her uh, to see. And uh, so, I, I, I'm willing to, to support their bills, or if they want me to co-sponsor or whatever, I'm willing to do that. It's not about getting your name on something. It's about doing the right thing for the, for the, for the citizens. That seems like a good perspective on that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really really something we need. Uh, telehealth, you mentioned telehealth. You know, our, our, in, our inpatient hospitals 
the censuses are going down, but all the non-hospital business is going up. And so you're seeing a lot of hospitals invest in home health agencies. Um, they're now getting reimbursed, <coughs> excuse me, uh, getting reimbursed for keeping people out of the hospital, keeping people well, yeah, and support as opposed to just treating um, ill uh, sick people. That's it's so interesting. Like I guess over the last year, oh, okay. Um, I've noticed <coughs> more than. I guess obviously in the last year or so now that it's legal in Missouri, um, there's like apps and there's websites where you can get the non-smoking aid and you like video chat with a doctor. That's right. Or they'll do it with birth control and I feel like there's probably a slew of other things. Those are the things I'm apparently targeted for as me and my two-year-old daughter. Anyway, um, but that's so cool. Like, you actually meet, quote-unquote, with a doctor. You fill out a questionnaire that probably has more questions than my actual doctor asks me nowadays because he has a file and all that. But I'm amazed at how thorough and accessible healthcare has become. And I'm kind of, ex I'm very excited for, like, the generation that my children are in, what healthcare options are going to be available to them. It, it's so exciting. Uh, you mentioned, again, the, the telehealth. Um, you can now get EKGs where you put an uh, electrode on your chest and then it's wirelessly connected to your iPhone or your smartphone and then a doctor in California can read your EKG while you're sitting here in Jefferson City. Um, you can actually take your smartphone and take a picture of maybe a rash or something and, the, and a doctor in Hong Kong can tell you, oh, you've got hives. So it's just amazing what's about to happen and it's just we're just seeing the, the beginnings of that. Cool. Uh, there's, and then as far as beds, there are smart beds that will, while you're laying in the bed, you it will take your respirations, your breaths, it'll it'll weigh you, it'll tell the nurses when you turn over in bed, uh, it will give uh, uh, all kinds of, of things. Uh, so it's uh, we're and it's all wireless. Um, the challenges have been, the old days, a nurse would come in, see a patient, she'd write it on a chart and then go to the nurse's station and then they'd chart that. The doctor would come in and read it and chart it and so on. Well, I don't know if you've been around doctors, but they don't write very legibly. <laughs> and so there's always chance of error where maybe someone gets the wrong medication uh, when the pharmacist thinks the doctor writes this when he really wrote this. Now with all the wireless technology, a physician can do all of this and it immediately goes into the patient's chart. There's no questions what's ordered. Um, Readmissions re uh, has been a big problem. Infections have been a big problem. All of this goes away with the telehealth. Do you, and I, I don't know if there's any like loaded healthcare politics in here that I am not aware of, but it seems like something politicians are constantly talking about is rural, rural hospitals closing. And that's the reality here in Missouri. Um, do you think but options like telehealth if that's going and expanding licensure that's the future you are right on the mark especially with broadband being <coughs> available like um for a few years i lived up in a very rural county and the internet was awful and just now in the last few years they're starting to almost get maybe a fifth of what i'm getting here in jefferson city but it's amazing just how fast things are advancing and working off of each other industry-wise. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, just in my area, 
general region, three hospitals have closed. Mineral Area Hospital in Farmington, where I live, uh, Reynolds County Hospital in Ellington, where Representative Chris Dinkins lives, uh, down in Kennett, uh, they've, they've closed. And so they're happening all over. Now, not only will this help maybe address that, but if you have a small little hospital, for instance, in Ironton, Missouri, or Katy Valley, Missouri, they have a little 15 or 20 bed hospital, but they can't afford specialists like urologists, radiologists, uh, all of those things, oncologists. But now with telehealth, they can have all those services right there without having the people on site. It's, it's amazing uh, what you can do. I think it's, you're right, it is amazing. I, there's no other way for me to even word it. Um, so it, it must be exciting with all the experience you have walking into an environment where you can enact change, but you have a specialized industry right behind you that you, you understand. And I've, I've watched lawmakers come through this building and it seems like the successful ones have a specialization. No pressure, no pressure at all. Well, I don't know if I have any specialization <laughs> or not. I'm, I'm just a regular guy, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, it, I've been blessed with, uh, with some great opportunities uh, in healthcare mostly. Uh, it's, it's, it's been wonderful. Well, awesome. It was an honor to get to know you today. Thank you. Representative Wright, and I'm excited to share your experience with our listeners, and I'm excited to see what you do this year and maybe the next 15, 16 after that. <laughs> no pressure. You let can me, be here for 16 Let years. me get back up in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, of course, thank you for listening to the Hashtag MoLedge podcast. We will be back on Monday with our normal Missouri Times roundtable of what is going on in this building. I hope you all have a good weekend. Take it slow on the Guadalupe. Hey.